and welcome to the Quarter to Three Games podcast for somewhere near the middle of February. My name is Jason McMaster, and this week I have a special guest with me. I have Rod Humble from, well, Rod Humble fame. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Rod Humble from Rod Humble. <laughs> uh, you know, the the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sims, uh, you know, all that. Uh these uh but recently Rod has released his uh his own game by himself. Yes, which I'm feeling right about now. Yes. <laughs> the game is uh Cults and Daggers and uh John Schaefer and I mentioned it uh briefly in the podcast uh I had with him and I forgot to mention the game's name because I'm uh I'm kind of simple. But this time we're going to have an entire podcast dedicated to it. So this is the Cults and Daggers show. And we'll probably talk a little bit about board games as well. Um, but yeah, Rod, so uh, why don't you, before we get into all the woes and everything, uh, I imagine you're probably best at describing your game. So why don't you tell everybody out there listening exactly what Colts and Daggers is about? Sure. I, um, uh, so I wanted to um, corner the market on Hellenistic uh, religious turn-based strategy games. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, so the game is um, it's set in uh, the Hellenistic era where there was a lot of um, mystery cults and religions springing up uh, before the birth of Christ. And it's a turn-based strategy game where the focus is on uh, sending your disciples around the Mediterranean to uh, try and spread your faith. Um, the fiction that I put in in the backdrop, because nobody really knows what the mystery cults were were doing or what they're about, hence the name. Uh, the fiction I, I put in is um, uh, I took it that the elder gods were using this downtime between uh, the death of the Buddha and the birth of Christ to try and come back and destroy the world. And so you're also sending your disciples out to places of power to stop them destroying the world. Um, and so it's got a little bit of, in terms of mechanics, the disciples bit is, I, I think, fairly original. Um, and then I stole the Arkham Horror closing <laughs> the gates uh, for, the, for, for the places of power bit. And I stole some of the uh, uh, stocks and shares bit from the 18XX board game series because once you've got believers in a city, if good things happen to the city, then you gain hope, which is kind of victory points. And if bad things happen, you lose hope. Uh, so I stole that as well. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's the uh, that that's the the general overview. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, so far. Um... It's really interesting. I know you've been buried though with uh, with I, game, I had, game launch woes. Yes, on launch day I had. Um, so you know, I tested the darn thing on, well, upwards of forty different hardware configurations, and then launch day came, and I had some folks on laptops who, um, well, some of them couldn't uh, boot it up, or it went with a funny screen. Those I managed to fix by putting up a beta. Uh, version where it starts in Windows mode and it's it's actually to do with drivers. It's a, a long story, but you need to <laughs> tweak the drivers. Um, and then uh, the there's a, a tiny remaining percentage who they get a crash on startup, and 
I am uh, I just came back from being on the track of what I think may be the final fix for it. But yeah, all in all, on launch day, um, yeah, Steam was kind enough to actually give me like the the top banner, and so I had all of these customers. And although during testing, like I said, I had a lot of testers and a lot of configurations. There were no issues. It turns out at launch, I had about a 1% fail rate, which doesn't sound a lot. (laughs) It doesn't really sound that much at all, no. Until each and every one of them (laughs) come and tell you, hey, the thing isn't working on my machine. Um, Oh. So, yeah, it was was tough. And uh, uh, I've managed to fix uh, the majority of them with this beta channel, which is windowed, but there's a tiny segment left, and I really want to get them fixed and then I can get back to um as I was saying just before we started, then we can all get back to complaining about the UI. Uh <laughs> and, and then after I work on the UI for a bit, we can all complain about the AI and then um we can uh hopefully start enjoying the game after I, I make those two. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a process. You know? It's yeah. definitely a process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of folks as well who've been really kind and have been really enjoying the game. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I can attest it works on my uh, my MacBook Pro pretty well. So uh, yeah, hey, you know, no problems for me. <laughs> Good works on my machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, you know, it's funny. You, you um, it, the game reminds me of a board game. Yes, and that's deliberate. Yeah, that's I mean, it's really what I wanted. Yeah, it's it's very much uh yeah, it's very much like a board game and uh I love the theme. Uh so uh, what led you to that theme? I was um I've I've always been intrigued by it and um yeah, last year I left um uh Linden Lab and I really wanted just to take a year off um off inverted commas. <laughs> um, and I, I just wanted to make, you know, make a game that nobody else was going to build, and sure. um, and for sure nobody's going to build this. Um, and the the theme comes out. I've got a real interest in this period of history, and sort of as as I'm as I've been reading about, you know, the the battles of the history, particularly the successors to Alexander, because they all squabbled and backstabbed each other, and right, a, a, amazing. Uh, espionage and intrigue. Um, this phrase just keeps on popping up. Um, you know, ancient mystery cults, and <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, if you're an author or a game maker, I mean, that's just begging <laughs> to have a game. It, it, it really is. It does kind of just say, like, hey, guess yeah. what? I mean, can you get more intrigued than that? You know. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know what? I want to make a, a game that is. Um, y- telling my little myth as to what that was and what was going on. And at the same time, I've, I've wanted to play an espionage game that was different for a while. And I think, you know, Sid Meier said years ago, you know, it's, it's odd that nobody's done anything new in the, the spy genre. Um, and I wanted to take a crack at it. And I, 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 I took from, the there's a British TV series called The Sandbaggers, um, which is it's this director of a small unit of spies, and he sends them off on missions, and they go undercover. But it's a limited resource, and um, 
you know, I thought, well, that's that's kind of the way um, you know, these small religions were developing as well. Like, you know, they're, they're sending them out, and certain disciples are having these different adventures. Um, so it kind of munged together that way. Oh yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, there, and there really isn't a lot done with um, the spy genre. I mean, Alpha Protocol, uh, of course, is uh, yeah. Mix, it was, it was, mixed results. Yeah, it's. I, I well, actually I loved Alpha Protocol. Um, yeah, uh, I did too in parts. I, the action sequences were unbearable for me, but the uh, I liked everything else about it. But uh, but I think that that game again was putting you in the position of you know hands on with the spies. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I and mean... I always think that it's the spy handlers who are far more interesting. Right. No. Yeah. Sure. That makes. Uh... Um. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's like, it's a resource management game at that point. Yeah. Yeah, and and you uh, yeah hopefully you get a little bit attached to them as well, uh, <laughs> and and then you can tell stories and and the other uh, the other thing that occurred that helped me focus on the disciples is um as a, a friend of mine Todd Coleman who's actually working on um Crowfall the new MMO him and Gordon Walton. Oh yeah yeah, and um. He, uh, so I showed him the early prototype, and I was talking about it. And, and then it was a little bit more um, abstract, a bit higher level. And he said, are you familiar with um, what happened to um, uh, Christ's disciples after he died? And, yeah, I'm not particularly um, uh, religious, and I you know, don't really know that much about um, biblical studies. I was like, no, I'm not. He was like you know, my, my dad's um, a pastor and you should look him up. And so I did. And I just assumed that they all kind of went away and, you know, maybe maybe spread the gospel a little bit and then died happy lives. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> like, one of them dies a natural death. <laughs> the, right. The others, hideous, horrible deaths. They're in Africa. They're going up to um, uh, Georgia. I mean, they're traveling all over the world and either accidental deaths, caught up in wars. You know, all of these stories are horrible, horrible ways to yeah. die. Um, and then I knew, hey, there's another, you know, these are great stories and I want players to have those stories about their disciples in the game as well. Oh, yeah, no, and that's uh, absolutely uh, something that... Uh... That that I I want to spend more time with, though I will say I haven't been able to get too attached to too many of my disciples. <laughs> into the first, they tend the, to die like flies. Huh? Yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah. They they don't make it sometimes, you know. Uh, <laughs> but no, they they uh, they do have fascinating stories, and there's a lot of uh, cool options. Uh, you can hey, you can kill, you can preach, you can you can kill and preach and do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, the, the subvert, and I, I think the the city actions I probably should surface more because some of the more fun ways that you can win are are within there. Although I did have one um, tester who uh, won a game by picking bards and just running around the map <laughs> uh, because you get you get bards get this um, extra chance of gaining hope while they're wandering and spreading the faith and investigating. Oh, that's funny. And so. Yeah, and so he was able to do it, and you know he didn't bother with places of power, and the AI he was lucky enough took care of it, so he just managed to survive. But I, uh, I didn't realize you could win the game that way. But you know, yeah, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I like the uh, I do like the city options as well. Um, but uh, yeah, you're everybody gets surprised the first time their disciples get wiped out in a city. I think. Oh yeah. By a, by a city option, and it's like, what do you mean I've been set up? Oh yes. Um, I got hit with the blast. That, that actually, that, <laughs> yeah, and that actually happened, which I think is. Is uh, yeah, it's fascinating. The um, who were they? I think it was the Pythagoreans who were set up by another local religion who um, basically accused them of various things, and then the authorities um, purged them. Uh, they didn't huh. actually do anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of horrible. Yeah, p- politics, man, politics. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like people are using religion as an excuse to be horrible to each other. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, it's a you pick such a neutral subject for a game. It's hard to imagine where anybody would get into any sort of uh, discussion. Although I, I, I will say I'm kind of pleased that um, a lot of Christians uh, and uh, you know people of modern faiths generally seem to have enjoyed it. You know, the only negative comment I had is um, uh, day of release. There was a, a Buddhist who was. Uh, who asked me to change it from the death of Buddha to uh, the death of the Buddha, um, ah. <laughs> which I was happy, ha- I was happy to do, obviously. Um, oh, there, yeah. Uh, see, and hey, how can you get better uh, better support than that when yeah. the developer just shows up and does it for you there? Well, happy <laughs> to do so. Um, and, and yeah, so like, uh, what are your future plans for the game? Um, I'm going to work on, um, yeah, hopefully I can get this uh, bug resolved. Um, then I'm going to do a quick usability pass. I think a lot of folks have said, hey, you know, we appreciate that in your mind this UI is very intuitive. But in <laughs> in, in our mind, we would like the following. Um, I'm also going to take a, a little pass at increasing the fonts. Um, and then... Uh, I will probably do some uh, gameplay tweaks and uh, AI, and all of this should be relatively quick. And then I'm going to work on the the free expansion pack, um, which I've I wanted to do. Um, so there'll be at least one uh, expansion pack, which will be free, and that may be a different map, or it may be um, a whole bunch of different powers for the disciples, or a different gameplay system. Oh sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, what's uh, you? So you haven't really decided what you're going to do with it yet, I guess. No, I got a lot of options. I think that sure. the, um, my my temptation is to throw another system on top of it because um, this was a real kitchen sink design for me, and I that's what I wanted to play and build. Yeah. And so yeah, throwing another system on, yeah, perhaps some kind of war in heaven that's going on at the same time. <laughs> also interesting. Um, That'd be pretty so, awesome. Yeah. So we'll, so we'll see. But back to your initial question is I I did want it to feel like one of those hyper-complex board games because um, that's what I love. And I, I don't think that there are enough computer games that are just embracing that complexity and that niche element because the, the games I like to play, and I, I recognize that the audience is is small, but um yeah, you know, I wanted to take a year just to make my contribution. So, you know, games like uh Here I Stand, for example, you know, that kind of game I love. Yeah. 
no one's something like that. Oh yeah, no, I'm a. Yeah, it, it certainly scratches like a uh, a very particular itch, you know. Um, like uh, I don't know, uh, you you play a lot of Crusader Kings. Yes, and I I like Crusader Kings a lot. Um, I think that Crusader Kings to me embraces the you know, if there's if there's a split in design aesthetic, I think Crusader Kings embraces the computer game design aesthetic a little more than for example something like vic davis's designs which sure. embrace more the board game aesthetic yeah it feels like an actual board game yeah whereas crusader kings is certainly it it has it's very much a, a computer game feel you know it's, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah and i and i wanted to lean a little bit more board gamey um uh than things like crusader kings yeah yeah, no, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about doing a um, like a PC board game is that you can, you know, have the system handle all the fiddly parts, so you don't have to deal with all that like in an actual board game environment. Yes, yeah. There's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of subsystems that, um, and it may actually be a a problem that I've got a lot of systems that the player doesn't see that are. Ticking over in the background. Sorry, if you hear footsteps, it's my dog who oh, is wandering in and out of the sunroom. Um, we appreciate the, dogs uh, here. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of systems ticking on the background, and um, I probably went overboard with the amount of them because there's a lot of randomness as well, which I like, but is an acquired taste. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, I like randomness myself. Uh, it's the uh... The true spice for a lot of games, like uh, you know, I don't know, my one of my favorites, uh, Dwarf Fortress. But Dwarf Fortress is more of a, I don't even know if you can call that a game anymore after a certain amount of years. Um, it's pretty great though. It's yeah, great. it's that's uh one of the more <laughs> intense. Like, uh, yeah, the fact that it's still being developed has always been one of my favorite bits. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, they still yeah uh, they update it all the time, um, but yeah the uh, the beauty of the complexity of computing, of course, is is what makes those those kind of games work. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's uh, board games are a lot of fun, and uh, the the option to be able to play like a round of a very complex board game on your computer in a short amount of time without all the uh, all the rules explaining, etc., is, is, is certainly it hits that that spot. Well, that, that's that, that, that's exactly what I wanted because um, I, I do I do love that just that feel. Yeah. Uh, to a game, so, and as as you know, because we've spoken about board games before. Oh yes, yes we have. Um, and I, st- I I still stand by. I love Fire in the Lake, and I just. You know, it's actually grown on me even more. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm a. Uh, I'm turning into a bit of a true believer. I like it a lot. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, whatever does it for you, man. Now, uh, <laughs> but what else are you playing uh, nowadays? Uh, right now, well, nowadays I'm playing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, maybe not directly the last few days. But... Yeah, I was gonna say nowadays I'm fixing my damn bugs. Um, <laughs> But uh, previously to that, I've got um, the um, 
OCS set up. I've got Reluctant Enemies because I want to... Mm. Although I've played a lot of OCS in the past, it's been a while, and so I wanted to give Reluctant Enemies a whirl, which, for anybody who's not familiar, it's a operational uh, World War II board game, uh, and it's pretty complex. The, the interesting thing about it is its emphasis on supply, so you don't just get to shove your counters around the X is you have to pay supply for everything you do, which makes it really interesting. Oh, um, yeah. And so I, I'm playing that in prep to uh, crack open one of my bigger boxes. If I do get some time off at some point, um, you know, I'll probably want to get into Guderin's Blitzkrieg or something, which is one of the bigger ones. Yeah, you can't really, uh, really? can't really just pop a game out on, uh, on one of these. It's a bit of setup. <laughs> yeah, that definitely definitely big. Yeah. Uh, and uh what else? Oh, I played a lot of um uh Eld- Eldritch Horror over holidays with That's that's a good game. Now I've been playing a good bit of well, not a good bit. I've played a little bit of or wait. I am sorry, I'm thinking of Elder Sign. That's what I was yeah, gonna uh, say. Yeah. Ah. No, I like Eldritch Horror. I think um I saw Tom Hi Tom if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I saw Hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, I saw Tom was playing um, the expansion. Yeah. Uh, Mountains of Madness, which, you know, it's it's why I read Tom is he he has a, a critical point of view on uh, on things, and it's always interesting. But I, I disagreed. I like that expansion. I think it was kind of good. Yeah, no, that's the one thing I always said about Tom is even if you disagree with him, at least you understand where he's coming from. Uh, yeah, absolutely with all of his reviews. Um, yeah, I actually want to play uh, Eldritch Horror, but yeah, I've been playing uh, Elder Sign, which, of course, is like 14,000 you know, Cthulhu-themed uh, board games by Fantasy Flight at this point, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but other than, of course, Arkham Horror, which very much matters because that game takes like a day and a half to play with all the expansions. But... Uh, it does. I I honestly believe that Eldritch Horror achieves just the base game. Um, well, maybe the first mini expansion, but I think it achieves just about everything Arkham Horror achieves, but in a smaller package. Yeah, and so. I really want to try that because, uh, man, I loved Arkham Horror and I love the idea of Arkham <laughs> Horror. It's just I didn't want to play for... I mean, it, literally five to five to eight hours if you had you know, more than four people. Yeah, it just kind of started to get yeah. uh, like d- too much. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else are you playing at the moment, board game wise? Um, you know, the only other thing I've been messing with that much is uh, playing a little bit of X Wing. You know, the uh, miniature game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I actually really like it. Um, that's <laughs> it's pretty simplistic, but I was kind of missing a, a minis game. Uh, and I didn't really want to get back into Warhammer because I don't really want to spend that much money. And, uh, uh, I I I love miniature war games. Um, oh, I, I, I I absolutely love them. I the the last game the last commercial set I really got into was um, uh, Bolt Action, and I I used my 15 millimeter World War Two stuff for it, um, and that's great. I love that system. It's so good. I really wanted to try out like a horde uh, oh, yeah. and a war machine, but uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. done that yet. I, I'm sure so, it's probably a lot cheaper than 40k in fantasy. Yeah, 
40, 40k is, I think 40k the mythos is superb yeah I just I gotta tell you the game I think it it it, it really leans into the um it's a bit like the Diskia or Diskea, however you pronounce it, uh, Japanese yeah. RPGs. Yeah. Where it's like, the point is to exploit this one thing. Yeah. And I think Warhammer's kind of got there with, like, here's the one thing in my army that is ridiculously overpowered, and that's what it's about. And I I don't really enjoy that. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really played since they, like, second edition... <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, so that, I mean that's all Second Edition was. You know, it was people going through Errata trying to find goofy like screw ups so that they can, you know, do whatever. The Space Wolves, etc. And 40k were always stupid. Cy- <laughs> yeah. So many Cyclone missile launchers and stuff, thanks to a misprint that people like to ignore. But that that is pretty much those games. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I will I will say the um the mythos is fabulous and my son um has just started getting into the role playing game the um the rogue trader Warhammer forty k oh yeah yeah game. yeah I know that I know that game yeah and uh, I got I really like that I, I think it's it's well done yeah it uh, is uh, they they um yeah they they're very uh <laughs> it's very iconic all of their stuff is so iconic looking so well uh. Yeah, so slick. It is, and uh, everything they do, yeah, has a, a really good kind of heavy, oh, heavy tone yeah. to it. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, I really, I really like uh, Games Workshop's games, uh, but I just, I don't know what, what even to think about it anymore because, like, they, uh, I miss stuff like Necromunda. Um, and those kind yes. of like uh, small squad games, uh, and they don't re- they don't really do those, I guess, anymore. I I don't really know, but <laughs> no, I don't I don't think they do. Uh, because I really miss that. Like I loved it when they did stuff like Space Hulk or uh, Advanced Space Crusade or Tyranid Attack. Um, yeah. I, I really miss those older games, and I guess Fantasy Flight has tried to pick up some of them. I you know I mean I know they did uh, uh, that they bought the reboot of talisman and changed the rules thank god and reprinted some of the cards um they did and the um uh relic actually is uh the space version of talisman mm. uh, and that's pretty good oh um, really i'll have to try that out because I, yeah, I, really, huh. I mean yeah it's talisman don't don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> but but still it's you know it's it's pretty good and um I, you know, we we also want to mention that you know the best New Games Workshop board game of what the past fifteen years came out. Um, uh, was it Gods in the Chaos World or? Uh, oh yeah, uh, was but the, wasn't that Fantasy Flight or was that them? Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fantasy Flight is uh, they're they're kind of hit or miss sometimes, but they they when they hit, they're really good. There's yeah, no doubt. I mean, that, that. game is just. Brilliant, just so. Brilliant. I always love their stuff too because it's so, um, it's so well made. <laughs> um, all of yeah. their pieces and everything are so well made. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, if, if Tom were here, he would be mentioning that he doesn't like the amount of uh, fiddly bits, expansion. fiddly bits, and then the expansions and that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, no, he hates the I, expansions. I will say yeah. it for him. 
Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Tom. Tom is not a. He's not an expansion fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> except for I think he likes the one for, um, or at least the first one for, God, Battlestar Galactica. So I remember yeah. we played with that. Um, but yeah, not that, a. That, that, that game, I, I don't know. I played it and um, it took so long. Yeah, it, it certainly can. Yeah, I mean, it really did, and. I, you, you know, we we figured out who the traitor was, and it just, I don't know, it just didn't seem, I'd sooner play, what is it, One Night Werewolf or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Isn't that like a, for, it's the forum stuff, you mean? Like a forum game? No, or? no, I'd sooner play the actual, like it, oh. instead of the Battlestar Galactica traitor, traitor game, I'd sooner play oh, the yeah. werewolf game. At least that'll take five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. One of us is lying. Hey, it's you. There you go. We figured it out. <laughs> Real fast. No problems. Hooray! Yeah, I mean, and I liked the game when I played it, but it is so hard to win as a human if you yeah. if you don't get them in time. Um, it's actually kind of hard to win as a human even if you do uh, because they just go out and start bombarding the hell out of you from... From their uh, safety of their the ship or or what have you, the the enemy ship or well, or they kind of warp or something. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you get hit by more and more horrible things. Like right. That. Um. Yeah. I I only played it once and it was it was enough for me. It reminds me of like the the people who did faster than light saw that and was like ah, you know that's an idea, because of all the different jump phases and stuff you have to go through. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've been doing board game-wise. There's a lot of stuff I want to play. Uh, I want to catch up on Pathfinder, the card game. Um, I played the first expansion with a bunch of friends, and we just kind of let it go. Um, yeah, I, was, I was the same way. And uh, I played a little bit of Castle Ravenloft recently, but it's eh, so it's kind of simple. I Yeah, I prefer um, Descent. And yeah. Is it... I, I think... I think it's Ravenloft, and I'm not mistaken. Another game, but wasn't it one where like the amount of traps just got crazy ridiculous? And it was there, there was there was one of the D and D board games that it hmm. was basically there was a deck of cards, and nothing good was going to come out of it. <laughs> and it was it was like really <laughs> all right. I guess I'll flip the card and see what. Horrible thing yeah, that that might be it. It could be also. Didn't they have one for like Menzo Branzan or something like that? I can't, I can't remember. Yes, it it. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love I love figure games. But there's, yeah, there's not a lot, you know, going on. Uh, they ha- they released. I guess they have a Warhammer Quest PC game <laughs> or app. Yeah, I haven't played it. I haven't played it, but I I saw it. Yeah, that that was a game I liked too, but I don't know. I'm a sucker for those games, workshop games. Um, <laughs> uh, but so yeah, the uh, um, how do you uh, how do you feel going forward with your uh, with your bug work on Colts and Daggers? You you feel like you're getting there? Good. Yeah, I do. I do feel good. I think that um, uh, I actually this is uh, yeah, obviously for. Well, for what, 15, 20 years, I've been more in you know, managing people rather than actually just doing everything by myself. Oh, yeah. 
And so it's really great to be programming. Um, <laughs> sure it is, actually. There's a certain freedom to it. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. And it's um, I'm now really comfortable with the code base. I actually enjoy programming in, in the code base. So it's it's super easy for me to make changes and it's super easy for me to add things in. Um, and that feels good. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it probably shows. I think I've done, I don't know, how many builds, more than a build a day yeah. over the, since it launched. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'll keep at this for a while. You know, first of all, addressing everybody's issues, but then just piling in some of the content and then doing the first free expansion. And then we'll see. We'll figure out what's next. Um but right now I'm I'm enjoying it. I may take a day off work at some point in the next month. But aside from that, <laughs> hey, you know, you, you gotta you, you gotta take some time for yourself every now and then. <laughs> I'll just I'll just keep at it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing what you do with it. Um, and so yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna try to hit some board games if you get some free time, which is good. And uh... I will. I'll definitely be. My aim is to, as I said, settle into one of those nice big. Uh, war games which are uh, ridiculously crazy so i'll just go down to my studio and play that i hope at some point <laughs> um and yeah I, I would be remiss uh to not ask but any uh non board game games you've uh, been playing that uh before the launch of cults and decks uh before yeah before, <laughs> uh, i really haven't been in the mood to play any no, I was playing um, uh, Sniper Elite on oh. the PS3, nice. um, and uh, I was I was uh, I was enjoying it. I think that um, there is. I wish it was harder and more low tech because I I I really like a lot of what they've got. I love stealth games. I love being a sniper. That's how I like to play, you know, the Far Cry 4. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like that. Um, and I think Sniper Elite gets really close, but then in each mission they do some silly thing like, and now, obviously, you're going to blow up a tank. And it's like, well, come on, you know, I'm I'm a sniper. Yeah, no, that, that that's like a big, I think, downfall of a lot of action games is they they can't just let a let a game, you know, play to its strengths. They feel that they have to keep this like hurried, almost breathless pace um, because yeah. it's uh, you know deemed a quote unquote action game. Um, it, it, yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd be totally happy if Sniper Elite, I had to kill like. You know, three or four people per level. Yeah. And instead, it reverts to it's the end of the level. Now go kill thirty. You know. Yeah, so, just like yeah, become a just a human. You know, slaughterhouse. And... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's not real snipey. You know, that's. Yeah, it's not. It's not very snipey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what else um, was I playing? There was a oh, elite, elite. Oh uh, yeah. Was, yeah, I was really playing a lot of elite dangerous. Uh, up until launch, when the when when the laughter stopped. Yeah, when the uh, when the uh, yeah. my, my, launch of my game, not their <laughs> game. Um, but no, I really like that, and uh, really enjoying exploring this big procedurally generated galaxy. Um, that's great. I really like that. That's yeah. That's really it's a uh, yeah. Elite has been um, it's been a very um, 
controversial in a way. Uh... Yeah, I think I think so. I, th- I think I, in some ways, some of the the controversy was similar to perhaps uh, Spore um, and the way that launched. In that, I think it has in place a bunch of mechanics at a certain level, and then the depth is being added later. Right, and I th- that perhaps caught some folks unaware who were like, hey, maybe you know, I was expecting one of these pillars to be a lot deeper, I guess. Right, right. And they, they removed offline mode and stuff as well, right? Which kind of... Yes, yeah. It's a real bummer, in my opinion. I, I like just solo exploring, but what can you do? Uh, I, 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 play, I play in solo mode, and um, I, I got to tell you, when I read that, you know, I was ready with my pitchfork as well. Um, and... I was like, oh, come on, you know, why, why are you doing that? Um, but to be honest, you know, solo mode has worked fine for me. Oh, um, okay. So it's kind of the same deal. You just have to have an internet connection. Yeah, it is. Oh, which, okay. You know, is annoying, but it, it's <laughs> it's livable. Yeah, sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah in, in Elite, I think other players are kind of just an added extra pain in the butt, so I'm quite happy that I just get rid of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally hear you there. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that's uh, that. It looks like a cool game. I've missed, uh, I've missed uh, like ex- space exploration. I like the X, the X games. Um, yes. So yeah, yeah. I. I like those. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty good. Um, what what else have you been playing? Oof, most you know, Dying Light and Evolve. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like my uh, I like my zombie killing. I, I'm actually a big fan of Dying Light, um, but I really like Dead Island, so I'm one of those people. So, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, but Evolve's uh, Evolve's been a lot more fun than I kind of initially expected because I, I played in the beta and alpha for it, and um, I didn't really get a great feel for it at the time and I also don't really like to play in alphas or betas that that right. much um, uh, once I get an idea of the game I pretty much just want to wait for them to be done with it um, but the uh, the actual the, the actual gameplay as a as a monster or the hunters it, it's it's pretty interesting I as as with most games I, I worry about its long-term uh, you know appeal uh, Left 4 Dead, of course, had this ridiculous long-term appeal, but that was also kind of, you know, Steam and giving away kind of free and this and that, and everybody has a copy of Left 4 Dead. Uh, whereas I wonder if uh, Evolve might suffer from a lot of player loss eventually. And uh, there's a lot of a lot of controversy over their DLC as well, though to be honest with you, I don't... I, I don't know fully if it's warranted or not because most of the DLC I've seen is all just kind of skins, right? Um, and you get all the maps for free for the like duration of the game. So really, it's just kind of characters and skins. <laughs> yeah, I haven't followed either of those games. I've seen the ads. Oh and, yeah. You know, I'm generally aware of them, but. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, but but yeah, frankly, anything that has got zombies in is 
immediately gets ignored by me. I'm just so... Ah, no, I hear I, you. Uh, I end up buying it because my son loves zombie games, but it's not for me. I'm, I, I'm a little tired of them, admittedly. Uh, I pretty much, it has to be something interesting. Um, so, I mean, Evolve's not zombie per se, but it is like co-op <laughs> multiplayer. It, it's almost like Left 4 Dead's um, infected mode or whatever it was where you, the, you, one person plays the monster and four people play uh, a co-op team of hunters. But yeah, Dying Light, uh, I paid... Yeah, I mostly just pay attention to because it's a melee zombie game, which is kind of interesting. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, with with with, with online shooters, I uh, I have to time it uh, right because my I have to be with fellow newbies. Oh yeah, because my 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 skill level is so atrophied and awful that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good for like the first week after launch, and then everybody's going to be better than me. So I. No, I tend to wait for the new Call of Duty launch, and that's uh, that's the week that I'll play online. Yeah, because I can maybe keep up. The exact same and way. Then, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it either. Um, yeah, that's the way I am with Call of Duty. I'll play for like the first week or two, and then it's like, oh, okay, people that that uh just do this all the time are certainly going to be a lot better than me. I have to like go and. You know, to work and stuff, so I don't, unfortunately, I can't just play. I don't even think I'd want to anymore either, play Call of Duty for, you know, eight hours a day or something. I don't I don't think I could do it anymore. Yeah, I, I, I think it's funny how your gaming tastes change as well. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think everybody has to go through at least one MMORPG mm-hmm. phase, and you kind of get it out of your system. Yeah. Uh, and the I, I don't know. I agree. Um, you know, I've played, I've I've played probably most MMOs at this point, and or most of the big ones. You know that they've right. seen play in North America, and yeah, very few of them stick. Uh, of course, you know World of Warcraft, but other than that, I, I just yeah, they don't really do it for me anymore. I don't, not even interested. <laughs> but it, it is funny. It's just the way I think most people's gaming history sort of evolves. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, there's one of a genre that you really get into and then you'll move on. And you, you were saying about online shooters and I was oh, like, yeah, you know, I, there was a, I think it was like Call of Duty 2 or something like that. I super got into being an online shooter guy and then it was like, all right, now I'm kind of done. Yeah, and that's... I'll, I'll dabble in the latest thing, but... I played a lot of Counter Strike, and that was my thing. Yeah. And uh, yep, after that was over, I just yeah, <laughs> I didn't feel it anymore. Well, I was pretty much done. And uh, yeah. if, you, if you get to the stage where you know a map off by heart, oh yeah, probably too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I knew every map. Um, and yeah, and then you know, lately for me, it's been other than my uh, League of Legends, which I've been playing for years. Um, is uh. Cool. You know, I, I I've always liked real time strategy, but I've also been really getting into the like the paradox uh, titles and. Oh yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, I do too. Um, their stuff's just so great, and just playing a ton of Crusader Kings too, and you know some of the mods and the, uh, a lot of survival stuff. I always like survival games. But, um... Yeah, I I want to play, and I I should play that um, Salt 
survival game. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, I actually, oh, yeah, yeah I like that one. That and uh, The Long Dark are both pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Long Dark is pretty difficult, but that is a very cool game. Uh, okay. Beautiful artwork. Yeah, yeah, t- uh, take a look at that. Um, but yeah, Salt looks pretty cool too, and they've been doing a lot of updates on it. That's that's a game I've uh, that I've followed, and uh, it, it's coming along well. Uh, it, it's always uh, sad to see uh, games that you know are in early access or whatever flounder. Uh, there's certainly a few that have, like Cube World, um, which is a shame because I really like Cube World. Uh, that's a, it's kind of a weird like uh, voxel, uh, but it's it's all it's it's an RPG, kind of a voxel RPG that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the uh, the whole um, the, the the whole thing. I think I've just slowed down. You know, I, I certainly don't have the first-person shooter uh, reflexes I used to. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of sad now. <laughs> oh well, I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh well, well you know, I guess uh, I guess all good things have to come to an end. So we should probably start wrapping up. I know you got bugs to work on. So. <laughs> I do. I was in. I was enjoying the break. But now I, got, I guess I got to get back to it. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want an angry mob outside of my house. So, well, <laughs> you guys can have them back. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not like. Uh, it's not like with, with Lot and his family. I'm not gonna just throw you out to the the savages. But I mean, maybe you. a little. But you know, well, I have a side door. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to. Uh, you know, this week, I'd like to thank Rod for joining us. Uh, and please check out Cults and Daggers. Uh, it's very cool. It's on Steam right now. If you're a fan of board games, uh, and actually, yeah, and, and and please, please don't buy it <laughs> until you un, until you've watched the playthrough video and you know what you're getting into. Like, I, I please, like, I, I, I really don't want anybody to buy the game thinking it's something that it isn't because it's a, it's a very niche strategy game and it's uh it's got a very quirky little ui so please look for that and make your purchase decision very carefully right right yes i i saw your your post on that on uh yeah that's uh that's very very true so if you're curious about the game then please uh Go watch some of the let's plays, or 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 look at the uh, the forums, and and kind of get an idea. Uh, but uh, I must say, it's it's a very intriguing game. And uh, thank you. And yeah, uh, we were happy to have Rod here with us this week. And to everybody out there, if you're listening, which what's the point of talking to you if you're not? But uh, you know, remember to rate us uh, on iTunes. Unless you want to rate us poorly, then you know, don't. And if you want to help Tom out, then uh, I'll you know email me. I'll send you my address. You can send me sums of cash, or you can use the uh, Amazon box on the front page of Quarter to Three to do some shopping. We get you know a little bit of little bit of cheddar, a little bit of something for ourselves. You know, a little little, little something something on the side from that. And uh, as always, you know, uh, please listen in next week. And uh, you know, thank you for listening. And uh, thank you again, Rod, for joining us. Thank you. And from everybody here at Quarter to Three, have a good night.